Alzheimer's Speaks Radio. I'm Lori LeBay, the host and founder of Alzheimer's Speaks, and I'm just thrilled you're going to join us today. We're going to have a really interesting conversation um, with our guests regarding sensory chairs. But before we get started with that, we always get a lot of new listeners from around the world, so I always like to explain a little bit about who Alzheimer's Speaks is and what the heck we do. Um, bottom line, Alzheimer's Speaks is an advocacy-based company providing multiple platforms to shift our dementia care culture from crisis to comfort around the world. And we believe that the only way that we're really going to make a difference with this disease is to join forces and share knowledge and have some everyday conversations about life with dementia and um, how we care for those um, with this diagnosis in order to be able to remove stigmas attached to memory loss and um, those living with the disease. They they deserve to be able to live with purpose and, and have a filled life. And together I know that we can help everybody understand the true needs and find some great resources along the way here. At our core, Alzheimer's Speaks believes that collaboratively is really the only way we are going to win this battle against dementia. And I know that our efforts are working. And that has to do a lot with our audience. You see, we were named the number one influencer online regarding Alzheimer's, according to Share Care and Dr. Oz, and we did not do that alone by any stretch of the imagination. It was actually you, our listeners, um, sitting, listening, and liking our show, going to alzheimerspeaks.com and liking our homepage and sharing our, our um, different initiatives and projects that are going on. You see, all of us have these great spheres of influences. And yours might be a Twitter tribe. Um, it might be a Pinterest um, population that you have. It might be your Facebook friends. It might be your LinkedIn colleagues. But in all of those circles, there are people that are dying for information, and they just don't know where to go. And so when a trusted resource says, hey, this is good information, click on this, um, it just makes it a little easier when they're ready to reach out and grab it because there's so much denial that goes on with this disease. So again, I just really want to thank you, and I encourage you to continue to make a difference by sharing knowledge. Everything we do is free, and um, again, we try to be non-biased as well in our information. Also, if you're listening, um, maybe you could be our next guest. You can go to alzheimerspeaks.com, and in the header, there's a big contact button. Just reach out to me. Tell me your story. Um, you might be somebody living with dementia. Maybe you are currently caring for uh, a loved one or have in the past, and you've got some thoughts to share what you've learned along the way. Uh, maybe you're an author, a movie director, um, a singer, a songwriter, a researcher. Maybe you're an advocate and have a project that you want the world to know about. Uh, give us a jingle because we would love absolutely love to talk with you. 
Um, now, before I introduce our guest here, I do want to just give you a couple of opportunities to grab onto some free opportunities. Um, one is with um, FreshBooks, which is an accounting system. And if you're like me and need a little help getting organized, you can go to this URL. It's gofreshbooks.com forward slash alive. gofreshbooks.com forward slash alive. And you can get a free 30-day trial and see how you like it. Um, another um, available offer for you is with Audible uh, Books, which is a great way. Today we're so busy, it's hard to sit down and actually read a book. Sometimes it's nice to listen in the car or when you're going for a walk or maybe at work just doing some multitasking. You can take advantage of a 30-day trial with Audible um, by going to audibletrial.com forward slash social. That's audibletrial.com forward slash social. So let me go ahead and introduce our guest today. I I saw his product and I'm just so excited about it and we've been trying to uh, get him on the show. We've just had conflicts with our schedule, so I'm really happy uh, to have him with us today. Noel Waring is an ex-Army medic and veteran who spent uh, 12 and a half years in the British Army treating people and running medical facilities all over the world. He is very patient-focused and believes everybody deserves a good standard of care. Um, he is married um, and has a stepson and lives in a small town called Cronwall over in the southwest coast of U- the U.K., so welcome, Noel. How are you doing today? Yes, very well, thank you, Laurie. Yourself? I'm doing great. The sun is out and it's not raining here in Minnesota, so <laughs> whoop whoop. <laughs> it's, it's oh, that's one. always good there. It's yeah. very, very wet and very cold and rainy here in Cornwall, so that's uh yeah. It's different yeah. weather altogether here. Yeah, we've got yeah, we've got kinda of hot and humid going on today, but uh yeah. it's just nice to have a little a little dry and the sun out, that's for sure. Well oh, um no I'm really excited um to have you with us today. But before we get started, I always ask every guest this question, um, and that is have you been personally touched in your own life with dementia, maybe by family, friends, coworkers or neighbors, um, who have had the disease? No, Laurie, and whether you look at it as, as fortunate or unfortunate, from whatever perspective you look at it, I haven't been touched by dementia personally. However, okay. before I left the army in the UK, I used to work in several places, including care homes for people with dementia. And that kind of helped me see what situations and difficulties people encounter on a daily basis. Okay. Well, that's uh, you're you're very lucky and one of the rare ones that haven't been personally touched, and um, I hope yeah. that continues for you. Um, Thank you. What what got you interested in sensory healthcare? I mean, over here in the U.S., I mean, we've been kind of almost beating a dead horse trying to get people to believe that sensory is really important in terms of how we feel and bringing people comfort. And so how did you how did you get involved with it? Um, well, I, when I started with uh, Apollo Healthcare, the company I work with at the moment, um, I mean, obviously being an ex-Army medic, I've always had a, an interest in anything medical and any, anything like advances in treating different conditions. So I've always had an interest in that field. But I just, I saw this product. They actually saw it 
when they went to Europe, an exhibition, and um, they brought it to the UK. And when I saw it, I just thought, how fantastic is that? It's, it's, I wanted to see the effect of it on people with dementia and numerous sensory conditions, where sensory stimulation would or could help. Um, and it's been an absolute eye-opener for me. It just, it, the more I saw it and the more I saw the results of people when they sat in it or when they were treated with it, when they used it, it just kind of, the, the more I saw it, the more interested I got, the more, you know, the more I wanted to know more and, and how, of how it worked. Mm-hmm. So can you explain to people, you know, what, what the chair looks like? Because needless to say, we're on radio. We've got kind of a picture on yeah. it in the, in the promo there. Um, but what yeah. makes this chair so unique? Um, well, it's, it's, it's all about the sensory aspect of it. You know, something with someone with dementia, say, who's, who's, you know, sort of, they're, they're, you know, slightly annoyed, they're aggressive, they're, you know, they've got to a point when they're aggravated, not aggressive, but aggravated, and they they need to be calmed down. Um, there are so many things about it. It's a, it's, it was designed by a Danish occupational therapist who researched for years different conditions and how they affect different people. And, used what is the body's sixth sense proprioception um and that i'll go into that a little bit later but that's that's what it is it's kind of they you get someone to sit in it and it has four flaps which come over there but the chair itself is full of weighted balls they're little small plastic balls like like the size of a ping pong ball um and they sort of as the flaps fold over and they come into contact because they're weighted, they they kind of work in a, in a calming sense. You know, so people have said they feel secure and they feel calm and safe in it. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of, it works on that basis of calming people, of, of using the sensory stimulation and the sensory integration to help people to calm, feel calm and secure. And it's almost like not exactly going back to the womb as such, but it's it's almost like that very calming feeling that you get. And I've, you know, people have almost fallen asleep in the chairs. They are that comfortable and they work that well. Well, you know, I was just in the um, emergency room last night with a granddaughter who's a year and a half, and they needed to take blood, and she, she does not like that process. Yeah, and yeah. This is the first time I saw them wrap three of her limbs. So they had, you know, one arm and two legs in a blanket. And, yeah. you know, they were talking just about that one. Was, it was to help control her, but, one, you know, the other was to help her feel safe. Because, you yeah. know, with, with little ones, you do. You just bundle them all up and, you know, tie them up tight, you know, in those little balls. Yeah, yeah. And they just, <laughs> they just, feel, they just feel safe. And, and there's a fine line between feeling threatening and feeling safe and comfy, you know. Um, yeah. And so I, I think it's just a fascinating um, idea to have that, to have a, a chair that that can basically give you a hug, you know. Yeah. Um, you know that's to me what it what it reminds me of. And I, you know, to our listeners, I have not seen this um, in person, but I, it just looks like a really really cool concept. Um, yeah. And you know, I guess I would sum it up as, in terms of of being hugged. Is that uh, is that um, appropriate to say, or am I way off base? Yeah, yeah, no, no, that <laughs> you you are spot on. There used to be an advert for a soup over here, mm-hmm. and um, 
it was called Bachelor's Soup in a Mug. It was a, it was a um, and it was they used to say on the advert, it's like a hug in a mug, and oh, okay. um, because when you poured it, obviously it's nice and comforting. It was hot, and you know all the things that soup soup is, and and that's what people have said. It's like a it's like a hug, in a, in, and that's what they say. You know, mm-hmm. it, it definitely feels like you're being hugged by a, and and even in the in the catalogue itself, and I will. Um, I'll send you a copy um, of the catalogue itself through um, digital means. I'll send you an email copy of the catalogue. But it it does, you know, it has got things in there where people say, you know, it's like being hugged. It's like sort of being cuddled, like a mother's swaddle, like you're, like you're being mm-hmm. cuddled by your mother. Um, okay. But it's not restrictive, you know. So mm-hmm. it's a totally different sense. But it's great. I mean, it's going down very well, I must say. Okay. As long as you have a good relationship with your mom, it would feel good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It might trigger something else, but um, <laughs> you know, yeah, for most of us, that would be that yeah. would be really soothing. Um, yeah. So really neat. Can you tell us some of the scientific research behind the sensory chair and um, and and these little balls and and how they how they work? Right. Well, okay. The, the, what they've done is, is is they've researched. They've done a lot of research behind this, and basically, it works on the on the sixth sense. Obviously, you have a, a you have the body has five senses, but you you always you also have touch, and mm-hmm. it's all about the proprioception part of it. The sense has receptor organs in the muscles and joints, which send out signals and messages to the brain, basically to calm the nervous system. So, if you think about it in a normal person. If you get um, stressed or a little bit agitated, you you tap your feet or you you go for a walk. But with somebody who hasn't got the ability, they've got separate sensory deprivation or problems, they they can't do that. So if you think of the stimuli, when you touch your skin, your brain registers the stimulus from your skin and gives us a sense of our body's boundaries. Whereas the balls in the product give light evenly distributed pressure distributed pressure along along your body if you think about it when you're wrapped in the chair um and it gives us along those points helping the brain register the body to give a far to a far greater extent than contact in one area so if you think if i touched you on the arm you your body would register i was touching on the arm but if you're surrounded by the chair and and the blankets we also do blankets um then you're it's very technical, really, but it's it's like you're totally covered. There's always the balls always move, so they're always mm-hmm. moving around, and so you're constantly being stimulated in that way, and it's constantly moving. Um, and they have got some scientific research about it. They what I'll do is I'll give you a quote from the catalogue, which basically comes directly from the company, and it says the basic idea behind the products comes from theories about sensory integration. Theories which are based on what we know about the interaction between bodily sensation and the way sensation affects behavior and participation in daily activities. The product contains plastic balls which stimulate the sense of touch and the muscle joint sense through their weight and deep, evenly distributed pressure, increasing body awareness and calming the user, which is exactly what happens. It's so, really neat. I, I, you know, I, I never thought of that. But when you said the balls, I mean, when you're being hugged, I mean, that person is living and breathing, and so there is just a natural movement um, yeah. that exists 
and and if not, then it's just almost like a, a you know a weighted blanket that would be restrictive, and feeling yeah. and would make you feel not normal and and um, and maybe even cause some anxiety. You know, if you're locked yeah. in against your will. But yeah, I can I can really see where the difference could occur. Um, you know, emotionally, psychologically, as as well as um, physically, um, in terms yeah. of experiencing the chair. Uh, very neat. Now, does, do, with the chair, do you do, because um, I know aromatherapy is big too, do you ever mix the two together at all, or are they totally um, totally separate? It's a totally separate entity, but we do work with occupational therapists quite a lot, physiotherapists and um and people within that sort of field, the, the healing field, the aromatherapy, you know, sort of reflexologists and all that sort of stuff. And we work with private practitioners a lot who deal with patients and people, clients from, from the, you know, from people with stress and anxiety right through to people, you know, with elevated conditions. And, and we, we work together with anyone really who's, who's got an interest in the product and who's got an interest in, in seeing how it works and what it can do. Mm-hmm. But normally we work, you know, we'll, we'll just work with anybody who's got an interest in it because we're so enthusiastic about it. Okay. I didn't know if there was anything in the chair where somebody could add, uh, you know, an aroma of their choice or something, you know, because uh, I know sometimes when I go get a massage, you know, yeah. the massage therapist will just add something to the kind of the head cushion. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, for me, for my choice. So I didn't know if there was anything in that mode that you had worked with or are working with um, in terms of design with something like that. But I know that there's diffusers and there's so many different ways to, yeah, yeah, to have that element you could in. Use. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose you could use that or candles or something like that to sort of mm-hmm. bring the whole environment into that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting. What kind of response are you seeing um, you know, from uh, from the dementia field um, specifically, and then from from caregivers as well. Um, the, you know, it, it's it's kind of as, as you said. Some people are very skeptical about it, about the whole sensory thing, and and it's it's getting them into the chair, or or, or covering them with a blanket, or you know, showing showing them the products. People say, oh, you know, looks looks alright, you know all that sort of stuff, but we're getting a really fantastic response in the field with this range of products. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've, it, you know, it, we've had people in care homes or in environments where they're, they're under, like, like Pete was saying, like a sheltered accommodation or, or something like that. And they're, they're, um, they're agitating the carers. It, 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 the whole thing is just a string of events, I think, where the carers are stressed because the, you know, because the people they're looking after are quite, stressed or agitated and they're trying to calm them down and it's a whole series of events but once you what i've found is once the once the people they're caring for the caregivers themselves once they're calm then the stress is taken away from the carer even but for a short time sometimes it can be taken away from the carer and it's absolutely fantastic to see the results because not only is the caregiver not stressed but the person they're looking after isn't stressed it's absolutely fantastic there was a a particular lady in a care home that I visited um, a lady with dementia and she was wandering up and down the corridors all day and some of the night and and the carers were totally stressed about it they couldn't you know they didn't know what to do and they came to us to 
to look at this. The family came in and had a look at the, at the chair and they said, oh, it's a bit odd. It looks a bit odd. But they, they sat in it and they mm-hmm. said, oh, it's so comfortable. And we got the lady into it. It took me 50 minutes to get her into it with, the, with all the flaps over her because she was quite agitated. Mm-hmm. And unbelievably, within about a minute and a half, she'd started to calm down. And wow. what you find with people when they get in the chair is that the flaps that go across your lap, they start to, they put their hands on and they start to stroke it. They start to stroke them and feel and touch the, you know, the material and the, and the, the weighted balls. And they, they kind of find themselves sort of their minds taken off it. So mm-hmm. whatever they're doing, um, they, t- they tend to kind of focus on that and then everything changes. Okay. So it's very well, interesting what, to see. What kind of material is the chair in the flaps? Are, are they made out of the same material, or? Yeah, it's a, it's quite a it's it's like a hard not hard but it's a um like a very hard wearing, shall I say, okay. sort of material. It's it's I think it's a mix of of um of nylon and and polyester, but I can find out definitively what it's made of. But it's okay. it's basically. Um, it can be washed at 65 degrees in the washing machine. The cover, it's just a cover on okay. on the chair. It actually comes off. And oh, wow. the, the the flaps themselves unzip. And they the balls that are in them are in nets. So they come out. You can then take the cover off the chair, wash it at 65 degrees. And um, the whole thing can be washed and wiped so that it's it's totally clean. I mean, to have that level of being able to clean it at 65 degrees is, is quite good because most care homes and most institutions will want to wash it at quite a high temperature. Yep. Yeah, well, because so, from the picture, it almost looked like it was like a leather or a pleather, you know, type material, and I was thinking it, it might not be able to be washed. But, wow, what a no. great, a great, great concept for that. And and I can see where people would be intrigued because most chairs don't move, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You know, they kind of mold to you, uh, like all the beds are talking about nowadays. Everything molds to your body and and stuff. But to have that that movement would be um, intriguing and interesting, and kind of just um, you know spark interest in terms of what what is this, what's going on. Yeah. So, um, and and what a great easy diversion than like you said for someone who's agitated. You know, yeah. a simple, simple little um, process like that. Um, what kind of um, response are you getting from from people? Do you have? Uh, I know you had given us the one quote. Do you have any other quotes or or well, stories that you can that you can share about the the chair? Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of. I mean, on a daily basis, I go in and see people with dementia or ADHD. I mean, the 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 whole the thing about this about these products and the chair in particular and the blankets we we do so many stuff is they're not just for they're not only for dementia but anybody with sensory disturbances sleep disorders stress you know all these sort of things but we we go in and see a myriad of different people you know we've got people with you know I had a child with ADHD whose mother came in to see us um, and this was the blanket in particular. She said, oh, don't, whatever you do, just, just ignore him. He'll, he'll misbehave while he's here because he always does. He's got ADHD. And um, I just, because the blanket's come in, 
come in half. They dip in half for easy mm-hmm. washing. And um, I just said, can I just drape this over you? And, you know, within sort of 30 seconds, a minute, he was curled in a ball on the floor with half the blanket over him and just said, oh, I'll go to sleep now. And she was amazed. She was totally amazed. Because <laughs> like, it, I'm buying one of those. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she was like, I'm having one of those. How much are they? Um, you know, it's 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 just incredible because it's it's such a versatile product. It's you know, it's easy. Like it, you know, it's it's a it's a big bolt the chair. It's but it's easy to carry. It's got two handles on it. You can carry it around. You can just put it in a sensory room. Um, which is most of our, where most of ours go. They go in the sensory room or they go into private homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've even got, you know, kids with, with a myriad of conditions, including ADHD, um, using them as gaming chairs because they just sit there, play the PlayStation, and they're, you know, it, it's a two-in-one, isn't it? The, the mother and the father just sort of, you know, let, let the child sit there and, and play their PlayStation or whatever they're playing. And um, the, they stay calm. You know, it's 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 a win-win situation for most people, um, which is why I think it's so popular. It, it's just, yeah. you know, not everybody. You know, you can't fit 100% of people into it, and it magically work. Um, but 99.9% of people that get into it are absolutely blown away by it. They just fantastic. They just love it. How fantastic it is. No, I you know I like the again the you know ingenuity to put handles on to be able to move it around and um, I, I you know I mean that's not something you see with with everyday chairs now do these recline over here in the U S you know the recliner is our big relaxing chair that embraces yeah. us um, do, do these do these recline at all or there's really no need for that because you're just no this I don't think there's any need for it in the sense that. If you um, once you you know you've got a picture there, I think, and then you mm-hmm. can see that the back's quite sort of rounded, and then you we have a, a, a taller one which is quite ra- wide and quite round, and it has a cushion on one side and balls on the other, so you sit on either 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 or. But this one, um, the main one we sell, I have to say, is is just a, it's a it's like a huge bag of weighted balls underneath you, and then you're surrounded basically by this this whole sort of um by this whole chair it just surrounds you and it's it it makes you sit in a way that you're you're almost upright but you're slightly reclined so when mm-hmm. you sit in it the the balls mold around you um mm-hmm. and around your legs and and your backside and then they they kind of you you don't sink into the chair as such but it sort of it holds you if you like so, although it doesn't recline, it, it's very comfortable to sit in because you're not in a totally upright position, shall we say. Okay. Okay. Now, in looking at the picture, you know, there's mm-hmm. there's like a lime green one and then another green one. And um, one you're sitting in, and it looks like there's a little ottoman that goes with it. Is that true? Or is that true? Oh, what was that? A little... It looks like an oh, ottoman a, or something that you'd put your yeah, feet yeah, up yeah. on. Yeah, 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 like a little footstool type, yeah. type of thing. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we can, what we do is, is we, we get them as a, as a pair, and they mm-hmm. come in as a pair, but you can, you, if someone doesn't want to put their feet up, then, you know, you don't have to have the footstool. But a lot of people go for the footstool because it's great. Because if you've got a carer who um, is looking after somebody, 
and the, the person in the chair doesn't always use a footstool, you can have the carer sit on the footstool. Because it's a double mm-hmm. thing then, the, the carer sits on it, because that is also, it's like a big, it's like you say, as like you say, as an ottoman, but it's got balls on the top of it. So that you're, mm-hmm. if you're lying in the chair, then your calves are on the balls on the chair, on the, on the sunset stool, and you're surrounded by balls on the, on the chair itself. So your body is in contact with these with the sensory aspect of the chair at all times. Okay. But we find a lot that carers, if the if the footstool's not been used, they perch on that, and then mm-hmm. they sort of they talk to their to the person that they're looking after the caregivers, and that that kind of gives a double edged thing if you like. They they're sat on that, so they're getting a sensory feedback while they're talking mm-hmm. to their client or their or, or the care uh, the person they're looking after. And um, it, it just, everybody's relaxed. It's great. It's fantastic. Well, and we do mirror. You know, I always, you know, when I go speak, I always tell people half the time, we're the problem. No, we're the one walking in with the attitude. They were perfectly fine how we showed <laughs> up. And yeah. um, so if we can be de-stressed and calm, um, yeah. you know, that's what we're mirroring. And I think so many times we forget that, the importance of yeah. that. And um and it's just it's a huge, huge factor that um really needs to be um taken into consideration. Um yeah. you know, when we're when we're interacting with somebody with dementia. I also love that, you know, this chair is, is usable really for anybody. Um, you know, it works great with dementia, but like you said, for um ADHD and I mean the list goes on and on and on. I mean we all yeah. we all wanna feel um, comfortable. We all want to feel like you know life is hugging us, and that we're safe. And um, so they're really, I can't think of too many people who who wouldn't uh, appreciate the chair. Probably somebody who doesn't like a yeah. hug. You know, I, yeah. I, I got a, I got a couple of friends like that. You know, <laughs> just they don't, <laughs> they don't they don't like that. But um, yeah, it's very few really in numbers. And if you can get people kind of over the hump in terms of just trying it. You know, because it yeah. does look different and it's going to feel different, and um, people, you know, people get weird with change, you know, and uncomfortable yeah. with that. And so it's got to be um, really kind of fun to watch people maybe push back and then all of a sudden go, oh, no, I don't yeah. think I will get up. <laughs> I think I'll just stay yeah, here yeah. a little longer, you know, with <laughs> that. Now, um, yeah. do you distribute these at all in the U.S. or is it just over in the U.K.? Well, we we we've got. Uh, we we do a lot of them in the UK, but we are looking at um, we are looking at uh, sort of branching out into the US. We already sell. Well, we've got um, what we've got is we we're seeking specialists. So this when this came up, the, the opportunity to sell this, you know, we we snatched it with both hands because we're, all we do is seating. So we mm-hmm. we've sold. We do pressure care chairs. So for people that are stuck in bed and they want to get out of bed, we've we've sold. Um, several of our chairs over to the US so we ship all the time we've shipped in the last month we've probably shipped three chairs to mm-hmm. the US so we want what we want to do is we want to then you know kind of push this or put this over to the US um, because we feel that it's something that is working so well in the mm-hmm. in the UK and the rest of Europe that mm-hmm. you know why not it's it's a fantastic opportunity yeah, I have. I am just sitting here thinking, and I'm, I'm actually going to meet a, a friend who's coming in town who works for a company, and they do 
it, it's it's sensory, but in a in a different sense. Um, they they do um, uh, ceilings and walls, and we'll have yeah. you know nature nature scenes and things. And I just think, oh my gosh, those would both be so great in a sensory room. And yeah. many people don't even understand what a sensory room is. Um, yeah. But even to even if you didn't sell for one another, just as a as a compliment. Um, yeah. To be able to refer people, because I think a lot of people are trying to create that comfortable setting. Um, I should I should um, connect you uh, with my friend yeah. Ray Ray Ward um, with the Sky Factory and um, see if there's any ways to to work together with that to to be able to get more people to know about your your sensory products. Um, that would be really cool. They have a, an actual trailer they go around with to be able to show people, and I just think, oh God, they could put one of those right in there. Um, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But but um, you know, I'm yeah. talking for somebody else's company that I have no right to do. <laughs> no, to... no, it's all right. It's fine because we we do actually work with um, with sensory dealers over here. What what mm-hmm. we term them as sensory dealers, people who create sensory rooms for schools, learning disability centers. Um, dementia homes, other homes, you know, everybody who works together. We, what we do is we say to them, look, you know, if you want to work with us, that's absolutely fine. Or if you mm-hmm. want to, you know, sort of take the product on and, and put it into the sensory rooms you've got. We work together with a lot of those type of people, um, mm-hmm. which I assume, which your friend Ray does that mm-hmm. sort of thing, puts up sensory rooms and, and does all that. Yeah. And it's it's that sort of thing we do as well, because we work with, we obviously appreciate that, there are people out there who's, who not only start, you know, put equipment into the sensory rooms, but they also start them from scratch and they can they construct them from scratch. So, yep. you know, we're always happy to work with other people on that. Wonderful. Well, I will I will definitely make a connection for you there. What for you That'd has be been your biggest surprise about working with the the sensory uh, chairs and the other products that you have? I think it's just the way people react to them when they use them you know mm-hmm. it, it, one person said to me it's actually a family member who, whose mother um had dementia and she was very she you know he said you know she's obviously showing the normal signs of dementia and she's um she she gets very agitated because you know she, and sometimes she doesn't remember us and it's it's so frustrating for both of us and you know she can be like that one day and, and then have a perfectly good conversation with us the next day but when 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 we put her into the chair, she was slightly agitated, and he said, "God, it's like flicking a switch. It's like flicking a light switch. She's mm-hmm. just totally changed in such a short space of time." And I think that for me, as a medic, as someone who's served in the army and, and treated lots of people, seen different products come through, um, and, and been around sort of different products for a long time. I think I've been sort of in the medical field about 20 years now. And it's mm-hmm. it's just the surprise of seeing people's faces, of, of the families when they see it work, and of the people who are using it. It's just that, you know, that change in their demeanor and their mood. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it still surprises me. It's just been the biggest surprise to me that something so simple in its concept can work so well in a in a field of different conditions it's it's just amazing yeah i mean pe- what people a great people, sense of, of purpose 
and um, of pride you must feel, you know, in in seeing that that change. Um, I, I just think of, you know, little things that would um, help my mom, and just as a as a care partner, just what relief that would bring me, you know, to know that she was peaceful. Um, that's yeah. that's just such a de like you said a de stressor for care partners or you know, for um, communities or facilities or hospitals, whatever it might be, where people are, um, what a reduction on staff need, you know, when they're not yeah. having to deal with somebody who's agitated. Because that, that can have a ripple effect, as we all, as we all know. Yeah, um, yeah. When, you know, so that, that's just a, that's a wonderful, wonderful um, tool and um, product for people to be able to use. And, you know, I typically I would refer to a, a chair as a product, but it, it really is a tool um, yeah. in, in a lot of ways. It, it's not just your standard chair by, by any stretch. And, um, I, you know, I think, I think more people need to know about what, you're, what you guys are doing. What are some of the other products? You had mentioned a blanket. Are there some, some others as well? Yeah, yeah, we've got, um, we have vests, which a, a lot of children with ADHD use and schools use. Um, these are especially useful for children or adults with learning disabilities or ADHD. And um, we've used them a lot in schools and learning centers, but that anybody can use them. You can wear them. Um, and and they're really useful because they they give you the same effect, but they're a vest you can walk around with. You just zip it on and walk around with it. Um, mm-hmm. They're also, there's something we use um, with some dementia patients called the Need Me, which is, it's like a, a, a like a, a thing you put on your lap. So you'd sit there in a chair, perhaps a normal chair, and it goes over your lap and that has the weighted balls in it. And it's got two pockets in it and a little key ring thing. So you can attach a key ring mm-hmm. on there so they can fiddle with that. And then you've got the pockets where they can sort of put their hands in and they can feel the balls between them and um, and their hands, so they can sort of stroke them. Um, and it's all about the sensory aspect of it, of course. So we've got that. And there's also the blankets, um, which are useful for people who who sleep. We all know that everything, all all conditions are helped with a good night's sleep. Um, mm-hmm. So we have different blankets. We have three different blankets. Um, and we also have things like cushions and footstools as well. Um, okay. And we also have something called a MyBase, which is a huge inflatable mattress with with um, four pockets, if you like, with balls in. And they're, they're useful for, like, kids' schools or, you know, kids with cerebral palsy or things like that. And they can sort of lie on that or they can throw themselves around on it. It's a really good piece of kit. Oh, neat. Well, you guys are very diverse, and um, you know, I I love I just I just love the whole concept of this. I think it's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Um, what is the? Can you tell? Can you tell me like what the average chair runs? Um, and uh, you know, is that something possible to share with our audience? Well, in the in the price range or. The, the chair. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, well, in in price. Mm-hmm. Um, the price in UK pounds is about is about nine hundred and eighty pounds. 
excluding that. So I suppose for the chair itself, if I give you a quick workout here, um, because I don't know, obviously, everything fluctuates against the dollar, of course. Yep. So um, if I was to say a center itself, if you have both things, it normally works out at £1,134, which that's British pounds um, mm -hmm. plus VAT. But that, that works out as a, it's not, you know, people aren't normally worried about the price of it. The price of it, when you think of it as a sensory, uh, as a tool itself, as you call as you said, it's a tool. Um, yep. And you think of other things you buy on the market that are, are almost as expensive. Um, oh, yeah. Well, and out. I'm thinking, in, you know, the the adages you have on for value are it, that it's easy to clean, it's easy to yeah. move, you know, you know, it's portable, it has multiple uses. Um, yeah, I mean, you can you can spend you know a lot of money just on a recliner, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. here um, and not get you know the the added value that you guys have with this. And so I think um, I can see where this would be really um, really worth it um, in both a home and a commercial setting. And I'm just yeah. amazed that you have, you know, you guys are just so far more advanced than we are here in the U.S., but even oh, to hear that you have sensory rooms in schools and stuff, and it's like, oh, what a thought, what a concept, you know. Yeah. we got to yeah. catch up to you guys in a lot of ways <laughs> with stuff. And um, so, I'm, like I said, I'm just honored to have you on the show to be able to talk and, and share um, with our audience, this this resource that I think a lot of people will be interested in. Gotcha. What's the best contact information um, for people to reach out to you, Noel? Um, what I'll do is, it's probably getting me by email would be the easiest way, because then, of okay. course, they don't, they can just fling me an email and I can I can sort of reply to that um, with any questions, answer any questions they've got, or you know, even send them a quote. Um, through if they're interested in looking at it. Um, I will, of course, give you, um, I'll send you over, if that's okay with you, Laurie, an, an electronic brochure so okay. they can look at the brochure itself. Um, okay. and, and then they can sort of look and read it because it's got case studies in there of people who have been treated, um, have used it, and, you know, the results of those case studies. Because okay. she did she did it, um, so it was published in the... Um, in the Denmark, in Denmark, and it was it was done in the Journal of Psychiatry in 2011. She published a research paper, so okay. it's all it's all you know sort of in there. But if I send you that and my contact details, my email address, then mm -hmm. people can contact me through that. Okay, and your email is n o e l at yeah. a p o l l o dash and then healthcare.com, so Noel at yes. Apollo-healthcare.com. Yes, and, that's uh, right. Yeah. Well, I, um, like I said, I am writing my uh, introduction to you to, to Ray, and, um, yeah. and hopefully some of our, our listeners will reach out to you as well. I just think this is a, a wonderful opportunity and something I have not seen here um, in the U.S., and not that it's not here, but if it is, it's not very well known. And um, yeah. 
I, I just think this would be a wonderful, wonderful addition in so many different settings. So I thank you for your for your time with us today. Any any last comments you have for our audience at all? Well, just just thanks for listening, and um, I hope you know if anybody's interested, they they just get in touch with me out and give as much information as possible. And um, you know, thanks. Keep doing what you're doing, Laurie. It's it's great. You know, it's it's absolutely fantastic. I've worked with a Purple Angel in the UK now for you know for the last sort of six seven months, and I've learned so much about the conditions and the people and the carers. Uh, and it's, yep. it's just a real eye-opener for me, so it's a pleasure to be able to talk to you and your listeners. Wonderful. Well, thank you for your continued work and your collaboration. Appreciate it. And in the meantime, I'll keep you top of mind, and uh, I, I might even just add you to my PowerPoint presentation in terms of, like, I go around and speak a lot. I, I People are always looking for different ideas and stuff, so I think I will... Uh, add this and uh, the link to the show and the website in here so that people can have that information as well. So, again, thank Thank you. you. Um, Appreciate it. Uh, For all all of you that are new to uh, the Alive and Social Network, you can check out uh, Apples to Apples on Sunday night and um, see if Scott and Drew Applebaum, who are a father and son team, uh, you know, how their discussions come out and if dad's always right or not or if son if his son beats him out sometimes, um, family dynamics is always fun to listen to. <laughs> uh, our last uh, radio show, we just uh, were talking about technology in dementia, and we had Peter Zimmerman on with us for an interesting talk. Um, some of our others was the type tight rope of sanity when caring for a parent with dementia and the detoxing of caregivers. Our last dementia chat... Um, <coughs> excuse me, was on uh, July 26th, and we discussed um, about how decision-making changes as this disease progresses, and we also talked about driving and what it's like to make the decision to stop driving, and one of our experts um, on our panel is always made up of people actually who are living with dementia, talked about she made the decision to give up driving, turn in her keys, and sell her car. Our next Dementia Chats will be August 9th. They are always free. You can go to our website at alzheimerspeaks.com, click on Initiatives and Projects, and just scroll down to Dementia Chats to get that link. Um, Our last Conscious Caring interview, which is a video interview, we talked with Vince Garo, and he is with the Alzheimer's Music Fest. And every year he does this huge music festival, and this year I believe it's August 6th, down in Atlanta. So if you're in the area, please check him out. Um, If you're in the Dubuque area of Iowa, I will be there August 10th. We're going to be at the Mindframe Theater um, in northeast Iowa, and we are going to be doing a premiere of the, the Hollywood film His Neighbor Phil with a little talk back. And then on August 11th, I'll be at the uh, Town Clock Business Center uh, for a conference there. You can get more information um, on our homepage at alzheimerspeaks.com. What else do I want to tell you about? Oh, don't forget to check out uh, the Caregiver Alert Center. They just have great information um, where you can sign up and help um, prevent your loved one Um, from going missing um, in terms of dealing with that process. And um, it's just a wonderful, wonderful resource. They have it for caregivers. They have it for your pets, 
your children, your um, college students, and even if you travel abroad, um, just a wonderful resource to have ahead of time in case something would happen. And it's very economical, under $15 a year. And again, don't forget to check out um, gofreshbooks.com forward slash alive and also audibletrial.com forward slash social. Both you can get your uh, free 30-day trials. And um, if you are interested in getting your free memory chip, which which teaches you how to be how to really focus on being person-centered by kind of sliding those tasks over and focusing on are they safe, are they happy, are they pain-free, go to alzheimerspeaks.com for all of our tools. And um, you guys have a wonderful week, and we'll talk soon. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.